Welcome to the Republican Professor. Today we have with us a very non-special, non-guest, me, Dr. Lucas J. Mather. I also have an associate's degree, so you can call me by the first few letters of that degree name if you want. Some people have in the past. And it might even be appropriate from time to time. I don't know. Some end-of-year reflections, two types of students. The first type is the kind that is signed up for the course, is enrolled, has a student ID. Uh, there's a truth maker to the, the answer, are you a student? There's a fact about that matter from a bureaucratic angle. Uh, you can get discounts at the movie theater, at least you used to be able to do that. The second type of student does not need to be the first type, but I would say the second type of student is the real student. Some of the first type of students are the second type as well but I would say most are not. The second type of student is voraciously curious, cannot get enough of it, is driven by a, a quest to understand the world and more specifically their particular curiosities that they nurture on their own time uh, over the course of many years, if not a lifetime. And I would say that if I were to do uh, an episode on two types of professors, I would say uh, you may, might be able to make that same similar distinction. The true kind of professor cannot be a true professor without having been the true kind of student. And it makes me sad to say this, but I would say, in my experience, most students are not the second type of student. And I was. I personally was and am. I still am. Um, I had to fight, claw, kick, and scratch for every little thing that I got in education. And I was very blessed to uh, be able to pursue the education that I wanted for the most part. Um, and, uh, I still, one of my favorite activities to do is to go to used bookstores and, and, uh, browse through and, uh, work on my little projects of, um, the, the exciting discovery of what I might stumble into that, uh, is relevant to the lifelong projects that I'm working on in my mind and, and what I'm curious about. And that, that grows and grows and it's wonderful discovery. But uh, it just kills me when I see uh, students of the first type, that is they're signed up, they have a student ID, you know, they can say they're a student truthfully at Denny's and get the discount or Sambo's or whatever it is. Uh, but, um, and and the thing is, is that it, there's not a lot you can do about it. I mean, 
in Hollywood, you'll uh, presentations of of popular professors are such that they have this uh, awe inspiring power to to transform the the mentally dead student into something like the second kind of student, which is the ideal student. But in my experience, that's that's possible sometimes, but it, it's just not normal. Usually there's got to be something in the student already that uh, causes them to want more and to not want to do just the bare minimum. And in fact, nowadays, they don't even want to do the bare minimum. They want to do less than the bare minimum and just get away with it somehow. It's it's sad to me. And it doesn't matter how much control you give them over your, your curriculum, it, that's a different issue, the curriculum issue. I'm not going to get into that, but so I'm just reflecting on that sadness and I'm I'm reflecting on on it because I know a lot of people that listen to the podcast are not students at all and they're not professors. Um, they're not students, at least of the first type. They're not enrolled anywhere. They're not signed up. Sometimes uh, there's people that I know that never even went to college and they listen to the whole podcast all the way through. I can't believe it how many episodes we've already had. In fact, uh, last year we were um, looking up the podcast right now on Apple. Um, last year, gosh, what? how many have we done? Well, it's over a hundred. I'll just show you what I'm looking at. Um, last year, yeah, I'll share my screen. What am I doing here? I know that if you're listening to this, you can't see it, what I'm sharing here, but I'm trying to share my screen. I guess I'm not able to. Oh, there it is. Okay. So here's the podcast. And if you scroll down to available episodes, 129 something like that last year in 2022 in may because i'm recording this may 31st um well let's see we were on episode 51 molly mori was the guest and i remember her very well she's an actor or she's a i guess she's an actor now but she worked on uh, daily wire film set we did Mark McIntyre right after that. So, I mean, 51 episodes last year, brand new podcast for the most part. I'm going to stop sharing my screen now. But I, I have uh, uh, people that have reached out to me and told me they've they've watched or listened to every single one and they never went to college. So I know that there's people that are like that. And it and that's the second type of student. It makes me really happy to to see that there's a second type of student, which is not even enrolled anywhere. And they are just wanting to learn. They're, they're wanting to attend to their curiosities and nurture them in a healthy way. Um, and maybe I should do a, an episode on, on how to do that, how to figure out what you're interested in and uh, set some realistic goals on how to make progress with uh developing that because it can be very fulfilling on that. But so there's two types of students. 
there, uh, what I would say is there's the uh, bureaucratic kind and then there's the, uh, the real kind. And the real kind can be anybody of any age. And if that's you, my hat is off to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast and watching it. It's been a joy to produce and host. Um, and if it's up to me, I'm going to keep going. So what else did I want to talk about? Just miscellaneous stuff. Uh, you know, we uh, had a little bit of a slowdown because I had to move and that was not up to me. So I'm just giving you a heads up on that. Um, I got to make this quick tonight because my wife uh, said, and these, these are her exact words, you're not going to be in there forever, are you? And so I said, I don't think that I will be in there forever. So um, at, at, at the risk of not uh, proving my wife to proving to my wife that I'm mortal just like she is and i won't live forever here doing the podcast i do need to uh make this shorter than normal which is what i think she meant but she's a she's an earthling and um so god bless her but uh it's been an interesting year uh i taught the american founding i taught a course on congress two courses i'd never taught before I taught uh, political geography, which I'd never taught before. And I took some very interesting, uh, I would say liberties, but that's not the right word. I just like using the word liberty anytime I can fit it into a discussion. I'll, sometimes I'm at the grocery store and I'll say liberty. And um, they look at me like, what? You know, as they beep, 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 the, the bread or whatever. <clears throat> but I took, I, I, I took, I was creative with how I did it. And I, I didn't do it. Like I, I think a lot of people do it because I wanted to try some things out and I thought it was successful. Um, but it's always, uh, it, it's always a mystery. It's, it's very difficult to measure quality teaching. I think, um, I certainly don't think the student evaluations do it. And part of the reason I know that is because, where I think that is that I was a student myself of the first kind and the second kind. And I, I had to do a lot of those teaching evaluations and I never took them seriously at all because if you're, if you're a true kind of a student, what I did was I was pretty for lack of a better term, I was ruthless about how I conducted my mission of figuring out who I was going to take at what school, at what semester. I, I mean, I was obsessed. Uh, and I, I would read the books. I, I would read their books. I would try to find out as much as I could. Um, and, and so if I was in the class, I just had to be there. I mean, I had either I had to be there or I, you know, there was no other options, but I generally speaking bent over backwards to take the best professors I could and fit it in with the projects that I wanted to work on for myself at that time. 
So I could give you tons of examples. I have seven degrees. So, I mean, how long do you want to sit here? I'm not going to bore you with all that, but you know, so when I, when I see students, um, it, it seems like what, the student evaluation, it's, it's like, I, I just feel like it's got the cart before the horse in a way. Um, there's two reasons I, I think that one is that the professor doesn't exist in a vacuum and as an adjunct professor for many years really i feel like the students should have been evaluating the university or the school and you know what's funny is that they're never given an opportunity to do that formally and that's that's kind of odd i think i think it would be more helpful if you address if you gave them an evaluation system of uh, where they could evaluate what their perception was of the resources that the school gave the professor to do a good job. And you'll never see that. You'll never see an evaluation like that. But the second thing was, I was, I was, I was you know, when you fill out those evaluations, I really honestly think who cares? I mean, who freaking cares? You know, just do the dang work. And if it's worth doing, I, I really should I feel like I should be filling out my own evaluation. How did I do? Did I push myself as much as I reasonably and healthily could to to expand my mind and my soul and and to understand the world, to develop my mind? my 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 comprehension my depth and and my width of and my ability to explain this to other people my ability to make progress in it in the future on my own like after the class how confident am i going to be in picking up a book in this topic and understanding what it says Whereas before the class, maybe I wouldn't be able to do that. So some some random thoughts there. But I, I just want to let you know that I've very much enjoyed doing the podcast. I've enjoyed uh, I pretty much all my guests. I can't think of any guests that I did not enjoy. Um, and I'm going to continue doing it. It's been very difficult to do the scheduling. Some people are <clears throat> real pieces of work and other people are just a joy and, and very easy to uh, schedule. Um, and it's very difficult to predict how that goes, but uh, that was a very interesting learning curve of doing the production and, and uh, uh, interacting with so many different kinds of people from so many different walks of life and so many different specialties, so many different experts and different things, and um, trying to arm wrestle them down to a, a time and a date where we can basically record and they give me their time so that I can try to help them share what they know with the world, with people that will interact with this resource in the future. And that's what it's all about. 
my my mission is to try to create as many real types of students as possible and i include myself in that i i need to be nurtured as a second type of student the real kind um not i'm i'm happy to say that um and i i i want i'm really concerned about the younger generation i i want them to have resources for how to understand some ultimate issues of our time. So that's what the podcast is about as re- anything that's related to American politics. So what kind of topics have those been? Wow. Let me just read off a few topics here. Uh, thinking for yourself requires courage. Caring for elderly parents. How military service shapes a professor. That was with Shannon Holzer. Wonderful. How to be a Second Amendment activist. That was with Michael Schwartz. Um, Stopping sexual assault. That was with Wendy Hoffman. Are miracles real? That was with J.P. Moreland, my metaphysics professor and my philosophy of mind professor. And on and on. How do we know things? That was with Trent Doherty, an epistemologist. How to artificially manufacture cues in LGBTQ. <laughs> that was with Brenda Lebsack. She's a California K-12 public school teacher and also uh, Orange County Board of Education member, elected official at one point. And that was very interesting. I would Highly recommend you spend some time in that one. That was episode 12. Write the book that God gave you. That was with Paul Potter. There's the entrepreneur focus of Hunter's Blend Coffee. How fun was that? Man. And if I don't, if you if I know you and I don't say how fun was that with yours, please don't assume anything. I'm just uh in the moment here, I'm going to share my screen. I know if you're listening to this, you you don't know, but uh, you can't see what. Uh, there was a story of Alex Plato, how to become an atheist at a Baptist college, or he tried to become an atheist at the Baptist college. Oh, man. His, his, he's a professor of philosophy, and his name is Plato. Can't make this up. There was a guy that we had that was a Toyota executive and he talked about ministry and business. There was a, another guy that was a missionary in Africa and he talked about higher education in Africa with Robbie Blanks. There was a guy that was a, a police officer. He had been a police officer and a Navy veteran, Chris Ty, Lieutenant Commander Chris Ty. Brad Cummings, he published The Shack, produced the film, and his latest project is the editor of the Founder's Bible. He's actually working on other stuff, too. Dave Horner on, on his book, Mind Your Faith, and his story of staying sane on campus. How important is trust? I'll do a few more of these. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but... Special guest, 
That was uh, Dr. Jonathan Reepsiman, who's an epistemologist, and he uh, studied trust. Trust is very important. Public high school logic teacher, Rich Bordner, came on. Man, that guy, that guy's that guy's incredible. That guy, I, I have uh, I have shadowed him on the high school campus, and uh, oh my gosh, eighty hour weeks. That guy, holy cow! I don't know how he does it or how he did it. Doctor Keith Bueller, fascinating individual. He's got a PhD in philosophy, and he's getting into real estate. <laughs> and he he's a headmaster at a private school in California. Dr. Eric Greenberg of Loyola Marymount University was episode 24. We talked about labor issues. That guy tried to get me to join a union when I was at Loyola Marymount University. That was a fascinating discussion, and that's that story's in there. Nietzsche versus Jesus, Dr. Greg Ganzel, taught at Yale for many years, I think 20 years, in the philosophy department, and... Um, He's, he's working on a book on Nietzsche versus Jesus. Scott Klusendorf, who's a pro-life speaker. This is before Roe versus Wade was overturned. That was a, he's a great communicator. I, I like Scott. He's always so energetic. We had some technical difficulties, but it's still, the episode has a lot of staying power. And I'm going to, I think, stop with this one how to articulate and defend the trinity with dr sanjay merchant who teaches in chicago at moody bible institute you know and what i love about that episode is that was uh, episode 27 i just loved that he came on and we found something that was interesting and relevant to American politics in the Trinity. And, and I'm going to stop with that. We're going to continue this conversation uh, and another time going through some of my favorite episodes and just sharing with you uh, what I found to be enjoyable about each one um, was uh, when I, when I looked at that, I realized I'm preaching at, at church this Sunday and it's Trinity Sunday in the Anglican tradition, so um, I'm I'm deep I'm dipping back into the Trinity and uh, trying to study it and um, making sure I'm dotting all my T's and crossing all my I's. I'm going to stop sharing the screen now. So it's been a wonderful journey. Uh, May thirty first, two thousand twenty three. I'm broadcasting from Orange County. California in the bunker. I appreciate you being on long for the ride. And I would recommend to you to uh, develop your mind, become the second type of student. Whether you're the first kind of student or not, the, the, the first kind of student is just an opportunity to develop being a real student. And that's something I will never give up. I will never give up. Part of the reason why I hate communism so much is that I feel like it's a deep threat to that obsession that I have, which is to be a true student. 
I'm constantly working on stuff. I can't share everything right now that I'm working on it, but I've got, I've got things on the burner in American history and constitutional law in theology and philosophy, metaphysics, epistemology, ethics. I like to dip back into logic, which I taught for 15 years. Um, every now and then I read, uh, fiction and I write fiction. There's a novel coming up. There's actually two novels. Uh, that's fairly recent. The last uh, year or two, I had to split the novel that I was working on into two because it was really not the same novel. So uh, that there's that. I love hunting and fishing and, and doing outdoor stuff. Um, Second Amendment stuff fits in really wonderfully with that. But I, I mean, I'm working on all this different kinds of, of projects that have to do with the, the life of the mind. And I'm looking at my one of my bookshelves right now. Okay, so I've got, let me just give you a smattering of, of titles. There's a title on Woodrow Wilson. That's the progressivism uh, topic I'm, I'm studying. There's a, one on the Chicago School of Political Economy. I have to admit, I'm not great on economics, uh, like the technical stuff. So I'm always just trying to kick and scratch and get a little bit more familiarity with, with that stuff. Um, got a lot of stuff on California. I'm always trying to figure out California. I was trying to get an idea of how, why California is so screwed up. I, I think I'm inching closer there but I really want to know the truth of that. I don't, I just don't just look at memes. Okay. If you just think that you can be a, a real student and look at memes, like the second time you're, you're totally wrong. You're totally wrong. You're doing it wrong. You can't do this on Instagram. You have to get books. You have to talk to experts. And I mean, really talk to them. Uh, there's a Jerry Brown uh, biography that I just remembered. I have to get to called trailblazer. I, you know, I should get that guy on the podcast. I, I like to reach out to Democrats every once in a while. I mean, the guy served four terms as, as governor. So that's a guy who understands the state of California. And then on the same shelf, they shouldn't be on the same shelf, but I see a logic book, my logic textbook when I had, when I took the course, contemporary uh, perspectives and religious epistemology. That was also a textbook, one on apologetics when I can't read basic logic stuff. There's one on self-deception, systematic theology, constitutional law, political philosophy, metaphysics, philosophical theology, um, world religions. Oh man, it's so wonderful. It's a wonderful journey. And then this is just one of, I can't tell you how many, bookshelves I have. I'm just, I'm just naming one, but you know, I know not everybody has the time to do this. Not everybody has the energy to do it. I got it. I get it. I understand. That's why I'm doing the podcast. I hope that you enjoy it. I'm, I'm verging now on being in here, my wife's term forever. So I'm going to uh, make sure she knows this is finite best thing to do is just to shut her off. I'll see you in June.